0: Oh, we got a lively, got a lively crowd this yeah, morning, this we afternoon.
1: Haven't, we haven't even got funny yet.
0: No, well, wow. Well, I mean, we've been doing it a while, but it's still probably not that funny. <laughs> Welcome to the 2x2 Two Two podcast. I'm Danny. I'm Harold. And we are from Burlington Baptist Church, and we are sponsored by, we got a sponsor, CrossFit Northern Kentucky. It's the it's the gym that Tina and I attend, and uh, they saw Harold's arms and one of those episodes that he wore short sleeve shirt and he's like we got to sponsor those guys so (laughs) crossfit northern kentucky uh they are buddies of ours and they are all uh great people it's a good community over there and we love them so we're giving them a shout out and thank you for your sponsorship
1: yes thank you very much so we got a sponsor like we're uh, we're full-on official and we're glad that you're back with us today because danny took a little hiatus a couple weeks i did uh, you want to tell us anything about uh no we just had a really good time um for for
0: those for those of you who think the weather around here is crazy, you have not seen anything. Uh, go to Colorado and get to about 10,000, 11,000 feet and see how you like that. We had from 80 degree temperatures down to about 11 degree temperatures in a span of about six or seven days. So, and a foot of snow up on the top of the mountain, 14 inches in spots, but we were right, right about 12 inches of snow. Yeah. <laughs> and, sounds cool. Cool. And... uh a 12 degree first night out in the woods in a tent. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it was uh, definitely cool. Cool is for the sure. word. sure. We saw a bunch of animals that had a really, really good time. It's, it's, I tell everybody, it's kind of interesting when, you know, a lot of times you hunt, deer, you deer hunt, you, you go out in the morning, hang out till 11, unless it's, you know, it's the rut or whatever, you, you go out in the morning, you hang out till about 11 and you come out and you mess around, eat some lunch and maybe take a nap and go back in at three and. You're there out there all day. Yeah. So you get to see tons of cool stuff and you know, met some really neat people from all all over the place, Nebraska, Wisconsin, some guys from Colorado, Montana. Just really neat. Good stuff. Yeah, really good stuff. I had a good good time. I so somebody asked me, said would you go back? I said, probably tomorrow.
1: That's good <laughs> I'd go back tomorrow So pray us Pray yep. us in here Lord thank you That you watched over Danny And thank you for That he had a good time And safe travels And uh, thank you That we can uh, Get back together today Talk a little bit About your word Thank you for your word It's living and active It's so uh, important to us And uh, we thank you For this few minutes That we have Just to talk about it Lord We love you We pray in Jesus name Amen I hope Amen I hope that we can get this
0: podcast in before the Social Security office calls us again. <laughs>
1: they, they've been after us today. They've been calling a few
0: times today. Yeah. So uh, so uh, I have been gone. Of course, I listened uh, I listened on the way back to the sermon on Sunday. And then, of course, I was here for this Sunday. Uh, but we didn't get to do a podcast last week. And uh, give us a... Yeah, so we've been a, in
1: a series called Can't Be Doing That, Preventing the Spread of Cultural Christianity. And uh, we've talked a little bit about what cultural Christianity is. Christianity looks like. Uh, y- you know, some of the big things of cultural Christianity is that, you know, they think good people is going to go to heaven, and uh, they kind of like to t- look more, they're more concerned about outward appearance than they are relationship with Jesus, and, uh, and so we, we try to emphasize how important that is. Uh, the Sunday, I guess, that you left, uh, on Monday, we, we talked about... Something called moralistic therapeutic deism, which is a big words, but it's the the main tenets is that, again that uh, good people go to heaven. God wants us to be happy and uh, well adjusted, uh, and, and the big thing is just to be good. And uh, we looked at the rich young ruler who thought he was good and he thought he kept all the commandments. And Jesus knew that his heart was, I mean, money. He he loved his money. He 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 sounded like he was a good guy, but sure. he loved his money. Jesus said, "Go sell all that you got and come follow me," and he went away sad because. His money was too important to him, and so we just talked about that about following Jesus, and it costs us something sometimes. Yep. He doesn't ask us all to get rid of all our money, uh, yeah. unless it's it's our God, and then then right. maybe He wants us to. And, I think we uh,
0: talked you know a little bit before before I left. We you and I kind of discussed. He doesn't nowhere in the Bible does it say when you follow Christ, your life is going to be miserable. He doesn't expect you. He, he expects you to have joy and things like that. But he sure. but you got to put it in the right place, and you got to have the right perspective on.
1: Yeah, and, and, many, and Paul was able to say, I've learned to be content with whatever, hardship, or yeah. when things are going good, or shipwreck, hungry, full, whatever, our contentment's in Christ, yeah. not in the things of this world, and yeah, so absolutely. we talked about that, just the cost of following, we we talk about easy believism sometimes, where we just say, oh, I'll just say this prayer, and that's all you need to do. And we, don't, we don't talk about discipleship, and following Jesus, and, and uh, making sacrifices for His sake, and uh, so we've just been trying to talk about that. And then last the week he was gone, we talked about not having a discipleship process in, right. in regards to helping people take the next step. And uh, we looked at Hebrews 12, and uh, there the writer talks about, you know, discipleship is kind of like a race. We're, we're to run. We, we get in the race through faith. We're to run with endurance. to uh, keep our eyes on Jesus. We're to overcome the obstacles, which might be sin or things that weigh us down. We all have some things that probably weigh us down and uh, maybe have become too important in our lives. So we we talked about some of those things that maybe they're good things, but they become bad things when they keep us from the main things. Yeah. It, you know, in the past, uh, I guess in the
0: past, I guess a year and change that you've been here, uh, we we have focused it, especially as a staff, <clears throat> kind of on, more on, on discipleship and not that none of the other pastors that were here sure. did, but... It's one of those things I've become pretty passionate about, and, I, and 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 my focus has been more on not the people. I mean, I try to disciple some people. I've got people on my team and people in my high school class, and, and your kids and things like that. But the but my my focus is really interested, in like like yours, on the the mature Christians, people who are more mature than the walk, should be pouring into somebody, sure. you know. And I think that that's important. So anytime I ever get a chance to to talk, I've kind of yeah <laughs> kind of gravitated back towards that because I think. I, you know, I feel like that was somebody talking to me yeah. a couple of years ago going,
1: hey, dude, yeah. you know, sure. you get, get, get it together. So we want to be growing ourselves. I mean, you're right. taking classes, and yep. we should be growing ourselves and then bringing some others alongside us. And uh, we hope to do that. I, yep. I know we've been talking to Brad some, and just with our men, kind of. Mm-hmm. So we talked about a couple of things in particular. Maybe if you say, well, where do I start? Well, every day, spend a little bit of time with the Lord and. Bible reading and prayer, that's so key. And again, don't start with two hours or, or hour. I mean, don't start with something that you can't do, but uh, start small and uh, read a chapter or read read some verses and, and then uh, talk to God about it and pray and tell Him what's going on in your life and uh, ask Him for help and, uh, and so that. And then uh, get in a small group, I mean, I think that's so important for accountability and and growing together, yeah. and uh, you know that's that's some of you studying the same thing together, having conversations, and uh, I mean we go up and down in our in our lives, and in, even in our uh, feelings, and uh, we it's those times when we're down where we need those around us to yeah come alongside us. You
0: know, we've we, we talked about small group a lot, and it's one of those things where. Um, yeah. It's not necessarily, you know, we, our new Sunday school class has been really good, and we're studying through the book of Revelation. It's been awesome. Um, tons of really good questions, a lot of really good discussions. But the more important thing is when something's going on with somebody, those are the people yeah. that you're doing life with, right? And that, the good times, the bad times, the celebrations, um, you know, uh, something, something like, you know, one of our Sunday school class members is having... Some issues health wise. Well, you know that's on one end of the spectrum, and then one of our Sunday school class couples got a new dog. Yeah. You, you know, just just True. just just stuff the to, to share the stuff that you don't really get to know when you're sitting next to them in the pew, and yeah. you know while you're preaching, it's good. I, so I they gotta, shouldn't be talking and you know and discussing
1: yeah, new sure. dogs and stuff like that while you're preaching. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, I was thinking about. Uh, I got a text yesterday from someone who's having a ladies Bible study. And one of the ladies has kind of dropped out and she's depressed. And she's like, what do I do? I've tried to, there's a lot of people right now that's just down. right? And, uh, right. You, you know, you don't want to overload them. I told her, you know, just invite her and tell her to come and don't even worry about doing the homework. Just just come right. and, and be around other ladies that can encourage her and, and uh, feed from the word without feeling guilty. And, you know, people can get overwhelmed. We, we don't want that, but right. but— when, when you can start taking these steps, and uh, start growing, and uh, gotta increase your appetite, and but when you got others around you, when you when you get down in the dumps or when you're discouraged or dry. We all get dry sometimes. We, hopefully, we're around someone yeah. who can, can help us. Well, it's account, I mean, accountability partners, too. You yeah. know, not just, sure. you know,
0: you can lean on them and, and they'll pick you up when you're, when you're struggling or when you're feeling bad. Especially, like, you know, I said right now, I mean, we, we've looked at stats and, and you talked about marriages and things like that, but the, but the depression, Yeah. you know, yeah. drug use is up. Yeah. During this COVID Because everybody's isolated And all this other stuff I mean those are the kind of things You know You, you got people around you who, who notice Right Hey this guy hasn't been here Or this lady Hasn't been here In three or four weeks so Let me check on them
1: Yeah let, You know Get more accountable And and I like that You know I. Yeah. And in regards to depression I, I've seen more of it right now Than I've ever seen Right And it, even from people Who've never struggled before uh, COVID just took something out of people I mean some people They Depending on their job Maybe they they hit it like a sprint, a sprint, and they hit a wall, or or they've had to make way too many decisions, or they're they're disappointed, or things have been taken away from them, or whatever. There's lots of just hundreds of reasons that uh, people are down right now, and and we can encourage each other. Lots of people need encouragement right now. And, yeah, and we're going into a little bit cooler weather, and that always
0: yeah you know that summer to fall yeah. kind of thing always kind of mm-hmm. uh, yeah for some reason I, that's where I shine but a lot of people are just kind of go. oh man here we go you know going back to this cold weather pretty soon it's
1: gonna be february it's gonna be be freezing well and some people feel forgotten about i mean we we went and visited joy and and butch today as a staff but it was so good just you know they haven't i mean joy had surgery and anyway we ain't seen them and just getting to see people and and catch back up and and uh, be reminded of that but there's some people that feel like maybe nobody's thinking about me and now you've talked about somebody sure. that feels that way. You know, yeah. That's hard. And so if you think about somebody, I mean, send them a text or yeah. call them. Or, I mean, most most people listening here probably text. and Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. My dad texts. So, I mean, if, if he can do it, anybody, anybody can do it. It is funny that some people you wouldn't expect to do that.
0: I was or, told my, my brother taught him, my youngest brother taught him how to do it. And, you know, next thing you know, I'm getting emojis and all sorts of stuff from my dad. I was like, what have you done? So what got to <laughs> be done? Got figure it figured out. Yeah, but uh, well, you know, I mean, it, well, let's get. I wanted to jump into something that I thought this, you know, this week. And like I said, I, I didn't have my normal week where I got to prepare and, and yeah. kind of hear what you were going to talk about. And uh, I have watched it two times Sunday and then a couple times since. You know, to get to get ready for what's talking. But um, talking about church membership, and 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 I don't know how many times in in my circle of people and tina says it's big but i don't know you know i I do talk to a lot of people especially with the job i have outside of church but um i I don't know how many times i'll I'll get a hold of somebody say hey man you know why don't you come over church i I know you're not going anywhere well the tree stands my church yeah or my fishing boat's my church and i believe that there's some credibility to that i believe you know when i want you know i I remember you we talking this morning about a situation that i had where i was sitting in a duck boat and my buddy was fast asleep because he worked the night before, and a dog was sitting there. I was petting a dog, and sun's coming up. It's just a beautiful morning. And, it, yeah, it is very peaceful, and, and I do feel closer. You know, out on the mountain, I feel closer to God
1: in yeah. his creation and, and things like that. But um, you need to be involved in church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the heavens declare the glory of God. Right. And obviously, the beauty of—I mean, out of creation screams to us that there's a creator. Right. But then we have these instructions about coming together and— right worshiping together and not forsaking the assembly together right. and and being the body and each part is important and so we have a ton of instructions about right. being a part of a body where we have a common mission uh is to make christ known to encourage one another bear with one another uh all kinds of things that we're to do for and with one another and so uh you know in the church is the bride of christ right and, and uh, Jesus gave his life for the church, and uh, and so we, we just got to be truthful about that, that, that his desire is for you, if you're a believer, to be a part of a local assembly and uh, do the thing, encourage one another, and and serve together. And uh, so we talked about low church expectations right. that some people just—I mentioned some things. You know, the preacher got to come see you at the hospital or preacher funeral. That's or, my favorite part. Uh, you you oh. get to use the— <laughs> facilities for, or I mean just costs. some people really think that I think well listen I'm a member of the, well. if I've got an opinion somebody's got to listen to it yeah, yeah yeah well that's all about you and Jesus died for the church and, and we, we ought to see that as a uh, it's a privilege but I, I doubt you can think of any organization where you can join that organization and not show up for 10 years and still expect to reap the benefits of of membership and so and and I think that all ties in to (laughs) that's a terrible way to say it but I mean no discipleship easy believism just say this prayer and and without saying no this is just the first step now you're gonna learn what it means to follow Jesus and and grow in your faith and, uh, and so you know, I, I think the church has been part of that problem. And, yeah. and preachers. Sure. We've been Well, let me let me ask you a question because I and this is
0: coming from from a situation that I had excuse me, that I had to ask myself. And it happens to me sometimes. Is it difficult as a as a pastor or a minister to look at somebody and, and basically you you've talked to them about, you know, this is your responsibility. Here's the scripture to support the fact that you should be kind of off of your hind end and doing some things for Jesus and, and trying to glorify the kingdom and, and build the kingdom up. And, and they kind of just go, yeah, I'm not interested in that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you wonder if, the, you know, are you a cultural Christian it, right? or are you just, are you thinking that coming is getting you some type of brownie points with God? Right. You know, and, and that's what cultural Christianity is. It's, right. it's about appearance and, and, and almost as if God's lucky to have a, have us on his team. Right. Which is- you I'm know, coming every obviously, week. actually Obviously right. foolish. Right. Uh, but low church expectations is, I mean, I think that got to start at the very beginning and say, listen, it means something to be part of the church and you're expected to serve and to give and to pray and to seek reconciliation and to, you know, encourage one another when there's a need. You're, you're yeah. part of the person. I mean, when you have a need, we, we, we're to minister to you. Right. right. But when somebody else does, then, then that's your turn to up your sleeves. and. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: You know, it's one of those. And there's some stories in this church, and and without saying any names, and to be honest with you, I know I know of one in particular that that um, the church had helped out years ago. Well, that person's one of the biggest jump on and help somebody out people. Yeah. At this place, and it's like, man, that's that's how it's supposed to look, yeah, right? You absolutely. know, they needed help on time, and then now they're just you know everything that they can do because now they have the ability. And and you know, I think. If something as small as you know Tina and I will, will sit and look and go every once in a while you just kind of go are we doing w- enough what 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 else can we do yeah. we, we give time we give money i mean all of those things any of those things yeah. is important and is, and is in and is 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 what you were you know asked to do as as yeah. as a follower um you might not be a person who can lead well sure but you may be able to fix a toilet, yeah, or you
1: may be able to roof a house, or you may, yeah. you know, things or like that. Exhortation you you might be an encourager, right? You might be a giver, right? You might be someone who shows mercy. Yeah. All those things right. are all gifts, and if everybody would use the gift that God's given you, then then nobody has to try to do it all, right. and uh, and then uh, you I mean people find fulfillment, and and I mentioned Laura uh, in the first service. I mean, she's in her eighties. And came in and said, "What can I do?" And right. she's helping somebody right. and the children. I mean, she's just showing up being a, a body in there who loves kids, and uh, she so enjoys it. And uh, I think if people, you know, would just say, "Give me something, show me something," and I feel bad. I hope he's. I hope he doesn't watch. But Rod, Rod, Mandy Ball are, are two of the
0: ones that I think about. You know, yeah. and, and of course Ken and, and Debbie Loudon too. I mean, they're just servants, right? Yeah. But if you ever talk to Rod. And he's a wonderful guy. And I didn't know him much until he became a deacon. And, we, you know, he was coming on, I was coming off, and he's just a wonderful, wonderful guy. But if you talk to him, you would never think that he has spent 15 years or however long it's been. I think that might even be an understatement in our children's department.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: You know? And, I mean, just every Sunday gives his time and goes in there. That's awesome. I mean, just amazing, you know, to think— you know he's he's not allowed. He's not like me. He's not outgoing. He's yeah. not a loud guy. But he, he you know, hey, I'm going to help these kids and I'm going to serve these kids, and that's yeah. wonderful. And that's I mean, an, just off, an awesome I mean, thing, Mindy too. You Jesus know, loved the kids. I'm going to leave her out, but Mindy and so too. we
1: we get all the limelight, but right. we got people in the we don't even know about that's yeah. doing ministry.
0: Yeah, you unless it. you walk back there and you go, wow, look at
1: there's yeah. people. You know, That's, that's a, a wonderful thing. thing.
0: Yeah. Um, and, and that's the thing. You know, I think that's the that's the most important thing. And you know, the couple of sermons that I've been been. Uh, you know, able to do, which I, I'm I'm thankful for, was find your niche. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um if if it's putting, <laughs> putting siding up on a house, I'm probably not your guy. Sure. You know, but if you need somebody to come over and sing and, and help help out with kids, I'll I probably, could, you know, I can do that. You, you don't want to talk in front of people. You don't want to sing. Yeah. There's something here for you. Absolutely. And there's
1: something in a church for you. And I promise, you know, y- y- we'll put you— Yeah, and we want to, you know, we yeah. feel like that's what— Ministers do is we equip right. people for ministry. We, we want to come alongside you and get you yep. the resources and uh, help you. And you know sometimes it's just getting out of the boat. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, for sure. Trusting the Lord, but but it's a beautiful thing that God puts the body together. I mean, we had a, a family that joined this week, and uh, he he sent me a message today saying, you know, I. Should we meet to see what the next step is? And I mean, that's exciting. Somebody yeah, he's say, awesome. Hey, where, where can I plug I mean, in? And he's an
0: awesome dude too. I mean, very knowledgeable. And, and yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, they have been visiting for a while. And and uh, you know, I had reached out to him about Sunday school and just kind of trying to yeah. see if I can.
1: Yeah, but it's exciting when God brings somebody to the church. Knowing that you know he knows what is needed and what he wants to do in the church, and he brings all the pieces together, and uh, it, it's kind of you know sometimes. A piece of leave, and you're like, Whoa, 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 what's gonna, and you know, God will put the next piece. And I mean, how often it doesn't happen
0: very often, I mean, it does sometimes, but but somebody comes and joins your church with a passion for something already, yeah, like hey man, I'm joining your church and I got a passion for discipleship. It's like, Yes,
1: (laughs) we got a a place (laughs) for you, but so, so but uh, you know, church attendance is is down. Across the border I mean the average Regular attender 1.7 times now a month Which is We grew up We went that many times a week Oh
0: yeah Well And My mom and dad watched this But I mean When we were Of course we lived a mile from Church in Bellevue And and when the doors were open We were there Sure It was Saturday And they had a potluck We were there And if it was Sunday night You know you went And as a kid You were like This is terrible Yeah Sunday night Prayer meeting is terrible You know That's what you kind of thought But But um, I'm glad that they did so when 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 you said that stat, it was a couple months ago about 1.7 yeah. times a month. I mean, that's not even two yeah. out of four
1: Sundays. And that's that's decreased so significantly in the last right. ten years, and, uh, and and so it's such a low expectation of. I mean, everything is more important than to come to worship the one who died for you. I mean, think about that, and so I, I think we've just got to be vocal about that. That someone died for you. And uh, you're worshiping or pursuing everything, and, and I know I had kids, and I know yeah. how easy it is, and I know how m- the things of the world lure us away. And there's, you know, we could find something though just about every week, and, and yeah. apparently people are finding something three weeks out of four sometimes yeah. to or almost four. Yeah. It ought to be Sundays the priority, and worshiping the Lord on Sundays is the priority. And if you can do some other things at some point, maybe, but but that'll be a priority. And and, and then this whole thing of, you know, I've been a pastor for twenty years, and and you know, there have been times where I've been out visiting people, and you mentioned your church, and they oh, i remember that church, and you, and and I'm going to say, <laughs> well, I've never well, seen dude, it, dude. I'm the pastor there. I ought to know you, right? I, you know, well, and uh, there's just no excuse for that. I think you, yeah. if, if maybe you're going somewhere else, well, that's fine. Join that church and be involved, but but to uh, to pull that card out. That's not going to get you anywhere when you're standing at the judgment day. And <laughs> well, so we want culture Christians to know you, you're you saved by faith alone in Jesus Christ alone. And it's a faith that requires you to to turn from your sins, to follow Jesus. It costs you something sometimes. God has some desires for you to walk in obedience, to abide in Christ. Uh, and and uh, it, it's more than, you know, being baptized. It's more than saying a prayer. It's following Jesus, believing Jesus, serving in his church. Making a difference, fulfilling the Great Commission. We're going to help you with that, and not be legalistic about it. But yeah. just say it, it, it costs something. I mean, Jesus told Andrew and, and Peter, "Come follow me," and they left the boats. John yeah. left the boat, yeah. and Matthew left, left the tax collector booth, and they followed Jesus. Stood yeah. up immediately. Yeah, you know that's a. Like I said, I did
0: a, I did a whole week on just that portion of where Jesus says, come follow me. And, you know, we talked about it a couple of podcasts ago where Matthew left a job that was pretty lucrative immediately, just got up and went, you know, and it's, you know, that's the faith that he expects from us. And I don't think that's too much. I, you know, but I do want to, I want to kind of turn it a little bit and say, what we're, what we're telling people is, is biblical. It's factual. Right. But if you look at some of the popular big churches it's kind of not what they're saying, right? Yeah. And 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 they're going for the more popular. And I'm not talking about prosperity gospel, but you know, um, we want you to join the church, and we want you to you know be a member of our family, and we want you know we want all this exciting thing to happen. They don't go, but we want to put you to work because yeah.
1: that's what we want. Sure, you know, yeah. and, um, well, we want you to love your church, and then. Go and make disciples, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. And in some of his commands is to bear with one another, to go and be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, the ends of the earth. Lots of instructions there, and again, we're not working our way to heaven. We're we're right. saying that Jesus graciously saved me, and I want to give Him the best that I got, and I want others to know, right. and uh, I want to come <laughs> alongside a bunch of other people. And there's no perfect churches. We talked about that Sunday. We we we'll guarantee you that we are not a perfect church, and uh, we will disappoint you sometimes, and and yet we have these obligations to seek reconciliation. Right. To I mean, we blow it sometimes, and uh, uh, but but we ought to be quick to. Uh, go and and be reconciled and to give grace and to extend mercy to one another and uh we don 't always see eye to eye on everything yeah. and uh this is a very divisive time we've talked about that, whether it 's the covid or the politics or just a ton of things that people are divided over uh we 've got to stay a little more focused on being united in christ well you know and
0: i you know that 's one of those things you that that 's not just I don't want to say average churchgoer because I'm probably a below average churchgoer if if, you, if we're taking in my whole body of work. But you know, it's one of those things where you know I have been sitting in in um, in church sometimes, and there are things that happen that it just bothers me. Sure. you know, and then I have to kind of take inventory and go, "Well, it's just the devil working on that." It's not as yeah. important as what's going on up there and, and things like that. So you, you do have those. You do have those situations where you. You might leave upset or not upset, but just something, you know, something you see bothers you or somebody's pants or somebody's hat or somebody's, yeah. you know, whatever yeah. it happens to be. But, I mean, that's the beauty of, of what we're saying is we are all one church body. So I right. should be, we can talk about that. Yeah, um, we, I will promise you in a congregation the size of the one that we have, every decision that we decide in staff meeting, there absolutely. is going to be somebody who doesn't like it. Sure. We know that. Yeah. You know. And, and,
1: um, and we got this picture of the family. Brothers and sisters, I mean, you—you you obviously got a big family, with lots yes. of dimensions. And you, <laughs> yes, we do. You know, you give lots of advice and yep. things that some—some good, some some good. your kids do that frustrate you. Yeah, but yet you know that that you love them. Yeah, the you dad. always want what's best for them. Yeah, yep. and so you sometimes you overlook. Sometimes you give them a truth bomb. You, uh, but but at the end of the day, they're family. Yes, and it's supposed to be the same way in the church. Yep. End of the day. We come together because we're in Christ and, yeah. uh, brothers and sisters, and we can talk about disagreements and we can love each other, but we, but we know at the end of the day, we're still family. Sure, And, uh, that, that's such a key because, um, uh, well, I
0: mean, I mean, you know, and a, a perfect example of that, I think is, is the COVID, uh, restrictions and how, um, uh, how different people are handling it. and even inside of our staff. Yeah. The, the idea of, I don't, and you probably not surprising anybody to think that I think a lot of the things that they are asking us to do are kind of just trivial. I feel if I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it. And if I'm, you know, whatever. Um, Some people don't feel that way. Sure. Well, that doesn't mean I don't like that person because we don't share the same opinion. We I love that person. Yeah. We don't share the same opinion and we can find some common ground and there's no reason for me to be upset. There's no reason for that person to be upset. And and, and I think, you know, if you look at it biblically and go, if what, what can I do? And it always goes back to, uh, you know, I don't want my brother to stumble. Yeah. If something absolutely. that I'm doing is keeping somebody outside of the church doors, then then please let me know because I will, I, I will, sure, swallow whatever pride I might have about it and go ahead and you know, because
1: yeah. like, I don't want to do that. So and, we don't want to cause someone to stumble. Sure. Uh, we want to be gracious. Yeah. Uh, let love cover. You know, we, you know, there's people that don't like all the songs you sing. Oh, I'm sure, but they're, yeah. but they're gracious too. <laughs> they are and by large. There's like, oh, man, I don't. I'd rather sing hymns, but right. uh, I love Danny and does a good job. And, and same way with me. I, I mean, like hymns too, by the way. I I don't want anybody to think Yeah, I don't. I and do. I really, same way, you know. I grew up. Some people like topical preaching, right? And they might they might just bear with me because I'm more exposed to it. But th- that's what we do in a family. You right. you bear with one another, right. and it's not like uh, you know. Some people treat church like restaurants. i not. I like Burger King better than McDonald's. So I'm not, you know, you just jump for any reason. And uh, that that's something that wasn't that common in previous generations. Right. But it's a whole lot more common now. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, I I, th- I think something that we read in the praise team was um, a book that Chris Tomlin helped. Uh, one of the pastors from um, down at uh, Church of the City in Nashville, they wrote a book together. And uh, it was like seven praise words. I can't remember the name of the book and that's terrible I shouldn't. I, but, uh, we we went through it in in the uh in the praise team and in the very first paragraph of the foreword it says don't ever forget that praise and worship is not for you it yeah. is for god Sure. and and I was like whoa you know and yeah. it, it gives me chills kind of think about it now because it's like oh you know sometimes I want to make sure I'm not picking songs just because I like the song I want I want them to yeah. be praise songs that make sense to to what you're preaching and to what our congregation's going through and, and all this other kind of thing. So, you know, it's like, oh, it's not for me.
1: Yeah, you know? absolutely.
0: You know, it's, And, and
1: it's, from Sunday, <laughs> don't think too highly of yourself. You right. Know, we, we have a tendency to do that. Right. So I just, we want you to have a high view of, of, of the church. Yep. N- not not for our sake, but because Jesus loved the church. He died for the church. And one day he's going to come back and get the church. And so the church, I mean, we, we, we're winners. Amen. And, uh, oh, yeah, I mean,
0: it, it, and again, without rambling on too awful much, you know, you talk about when um, we talked about it a little bit today in our, our Bible study or our book study that we do with the staff, uh, the church fathers and, and some of the things that they uncover just by repeating verses or verses that stuck out with them with Augustine and, and Martin Luther and and Wycliffe and, and those guys. You say it different. I say Wycliffe. You say? Wycliffe. Okay. <laughs> I don't don't know what's right. You're probably right, but uh, (laughs) um, you you probably are. I don't know. (laughs) But uh, it's one of those things where then, you know, you turn around and look at those verses in Romans that really stuck with those guys. Then you turn over to James and and James says, you know, faith without works is dead. Well, the reason is because this verse made me want to be like Jesus. Because I want to be like Jesus, I want to do this work inside the church. And I I think that's an important kind of timeline to look at, you know. So, so this
1: Sunday is uh, how do I know if I'm a cultural Christian? And uh, I, it's going to end this past Sunday, but I thought, but I need to answer that question. I mean, I want people to know if you are you a biblical Christian follower of Jesus, or are you a cultural Christian that just wants to look like one? And so we're going to try to answer that on Sunday, and then in October we'll get into the Book of Job and uh, talk about life when it's tough. I
0: don't know if we ever talked about this, but the Book of Job, which is probably one of my favorite books now. So I'm excited about what's coming. I always tell you I'm excited about what's coming yeah, up, and I well, feel I like do. you think I'm pumping you, pumping your tires <laughs> up. But um, it was also as as I was kind of not struggling with my faith, but just kind of trying to sort some things out. Was the book of the Bible that I had the most trouble with?
1: Yeah, well, it's just definitely. the premise
0: of the book of him gambling with Job's, and then when you realize, well, he's not gambling. He already, you know, and all that stuff. But but it's interesting that, that that a book that you, I mean, I just would not go near it because I was like, I don't want to go in there because I don't believe that that's the the way yeah. they did, and now, now it's one of my favorite books yeah. of all time. Yeah. find a little Easter eggs in there all the time. It's good. So what we got going on at church? So we got a craft
1: fair on Saturday, expecting a big crowd for that.
0: <laughs> and, uh, there is, a, there evidently, there's going to be a big crowd because there's text messages going around. There's a bunch of booth space.
1: So nine to three on Saturday, and then Sunday we'll finish up. Can't be doing that. And uh, got marriage group going on. Yeah, we and, got, um, uh, you know, it's something that uh,
0: I, I want to plug even though it's not happening yet, but I think that, um, the marriage care, not, not the marriage group, but when we talked about, um, that marriage care thing, it's really kind of stuck with me about a lot of, a lot of people who are forced to be really close together during this time or kind of struggling as, as, uh, as couples. And if you are doing that, we want you to get a hold of us. We'll figure something out. We, we, we want to help you. We want to, we want to talk to you.
1: Yeah. And, and, uh, but, that was just a sideline, and we've got uh... yeah. And so, uh, you know, Wednesday nights we're going through sermon on the mount, and I would love for you to join us at six thirty for that. We're going to do some uh, pray and go. I think uh, after I'm going to ask him about that tomorrow night. But uh, go and doing some uh, prayer walking and uh, try to pray for our community. So we're going to try to do some of that. And the church voted Sunday night to ordain the Danny Dell. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty excited. I don't want to bring it up. Yeah, so we'll talk about I'm, that. I'm pretty excited about uh, it. Um, we, we haven't got to talk too much about it, but uh, that's exciting. It yeah. is well,
0: it's it's really exciting. I, was, I told I told you I wasn't going to come to the business mm-hmm. meeting because I always think if somebody opposes, then I, if I'm sitting there, there.
1: nobody opposed.
0: No, well, but uh,
1: <laughs> I don't know what they might have been thinking. Well, I'm sitting, in, their at, head, I was but sitting
0: but in a tree stand and I'm about jumped down. He's like, "What are you doing?" I said, "Well, I just proved it. I proved it to Damien." She was like, "Oh, that's great. I'll be quiet so I could shoot this deer.
1: That's cool." But, so, <laughs> yeah. um, and then the only thing, coffee's coming back. October. October. Yep, for the first couple services. Yeah, that's awesome. Yep, and uh, so eight thirty, we'd love for you to join us. 930 for a Bible study group. Yep. And, uh, if you need a Bible study, let us know.
0: A comment uh, down here. We will find you one. Um, you are more than welcome to mine. You are more than welcome. I mean, you're more than welcome to any of them, but I mean, I would yep. love to have you if you're interested. In,
1: October 3rd, we're going to have a movie, Overcomer. Yeah. Overcomer. 7, right? 7 p.m. 7 o'clock. Yeah. Yep. And some other things coming up. So
0: Beth's got uh, the... Children's Day, is that the
1: 14th? Candy on the Corner is the 28th.
0: Yeah, but she's got some oh, on a Wednesday night, I think, on the 14th, and we should probably know that, Beth, if you're watching. We apologize. It, it's a special event for special kids. Event. Yeah. yeah so. so in the community center. So. Awesome. It was good. It's good. It's good to be back, man. Yeah. Got a sponsor. Thank you, CrossFit Northern Kentucky, Andrew and Mike and Jen and, and Kendra and you guys over there. We love you. And, oh, I love you. Harold doesn't know you, but...
1: He's hey, done. thank you for sponsoring us. We we got room for one more sponsor. Yeah, we got room for a few more. Like I said, we
0: can we'll we'll throw you in there. But um, but yeah, that is a good organization over there. They're good people, and they happen to be really good friends of ours. So, um, I'm gonna pray us out. So here we go. All right, Lord, we just thank you so much for this opportunity to get together and just uh, kind of rehash the the past couple of weeks, Lord, and, and the messages that that Harold's brought, and we just thank you for those, and, and Lord, we just thank you for this church and, um, and kind of getting deeper into what it means to be just a member of not just this church, but 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 your church and, and what you expect of us and, and scripturally what that looks like and, and what that looks like as it applies to each and every one of our lives. We'll just continue to bless us. So we've got a lot of people uh, in this church that are are going through things, they're finding things out, um, they're getting test results, they're they're going through treatments and uh, things like that. Lord, we just want to lift all of them up to you and, and just uh, ask that in each situation you come in and, and give some comfort and, and ask for some healing and some miracles, Lord, we know that you can do that. Lord, just continue to bless us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen.